So hypothetically, if you went on The Bachelor and you had 40 guys to pick from, would you have selected me? <laughs> Ooh. That's a tough one. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yes. Nice. Good answer. It's the hair, honey. It's the, the hair long, that the, does the it. The long hair or the short hair? Or does it matter? It's just equal opportunistic hair. Well, you know, I fell in love with you with that Edward Cullen hair that you had rocking back in 2009. That's so true. That's, that's true. That's what drew me in. <laughs> <laughs> This episode of According to Alan, I am Alan Miskowski, coming back from hiatus, and we have a very special guest. <laughs> I've been doing this for two and a half years, first time on the podcast, and so this is a monumental occasion. My wife Amber. <laughs> hello, hello. I'm excited to be here. Are you? That's <laughs> well, not what your body language said uh, when we were well. about to go on. You asked me 10 minutes ago, so I think I was kind of forced into it. Do you have any expectations? You ever thought about being on a podcast before and what it would be like? Well, I've seen you do it plenty of times, so okay. I don't know if I have any expectations. Okay. Well, usually we just talk about a bunch of stuff. Obviously, it's been a long time since I've podcasted, and so we're trying to make a commitment to start doing more content. We were at Wing Wednesday at the Brick House in Hobart today doing some stuff, so that's pretty fun. I don't mind being on the podcast, but I do not want to be on Wing Wednesday. <laughs> no, it's brutal. Yeah, today was actually not bad. And you know you know my digestive system. My mouth hurts with Flaming Hot Cheetos, so <laughs> Flaming Hot Wings, not my, not my style. And you can attest, I probably have the quickest digestive system on known to the planet. Yes, yes, very much so. So I might be, if you're listening at home, I might be taking years off my life for this, for this... <laughs> So if I die, it's like 60. We know why. Just blame the Wing Wednesdays. So I've tried to get you on for the birth of our kids. Not happening. You did not. I did. And uh, I'm trying to think. I, tr- I, think I tried to you... talk you into doing a Bachelorette podcast. You tried to talk me into that. The Bachelorette, you just said like you had to come. You had to go watch that tonight. Yeah, it's a big night tonight. And you're postponing my watching time. What makes it a big night? Well, you know, this is like... Let's tell the fans, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that everybody that watches this has already heard it before. But I've watched literally every season of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. It's been going on since like my freshman year of high school. So, But this is the first time where apparently The Bachelorette quits after two weeks because she finds the love of her life. So tonight's the episode, I think, where they air that and... Of course, all I think I think all the guys freak out, but I'm interested to see how they're gonna like film it because then of course they bring in a whole new bachelorette to air the rest of the season because they have all this time blocked out for the TV. So they can't just have four weeks or five, six weeks of nothing. So they had to bring in somebody new. So I'm interested to see how it all plays out. So all of those guys are now there because they think it's going to be one bachelorette she quits and now there's a new one coming in well yeah and this season is particularly even crazier because of COVID-19 they had to literally 
they're all at this resort. This whole resort is blacked out, I think, just for like the bachelorette. And they all had to go there and quarantine for like two weeks, literally see nobody, talk to nobody, like just to make sure that they were all good to, you know, do the filming, that they were, you know, obviously testing negative. So I feel like I feel so bad for these guys because like on top of that, they literally have to. I mean, they they gave up a little bit extra, I feel like this season just because of the whole COVID thing. So essentially, some of them went on for this girl, Claire. But now they're going to be bringing in a whole new bachelorette, which I don't know. I don't really know how it's going to go. That's why I'm so intrigued to watch tonight, because I have no idea, like, if they use the same guys, like if they bring in new guys. So it should be interesting. So two weeks is pretty quick to find out if you're in love with someone. Yes. Claire's crazy. She's been on like eight seasons of The Bachelorette already. She's done like everything from The Bachelor, which she was like the runner up on her season. Then they do all these spinoffs. And so she was on Bachelor in Paradise a couple a couple times. Then they did. Oh, so this. She's a vet. Oh, yeah. Then they did this Bachelor Winter Games and she was on there. Then she thought she found the love of her life there. And that ended really fast. So she's also the oldest bachelorette ever. So she's 39. Yeah. She and she's 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 a weird bird. She definitely she'll speak her mind. That's for sure. Like she doesn't hold anything back. And so you're one of those people that you get along you get together with the groups of girls, your friends in particular. You call your, you you're part of what they quote unquote bachelor nation. Yeah. <laughs> right? Bachelor nation. And so what is, I mean, that's kind of a fun thing. So it's kind of like your football before you got into fantasy football. Well, I've liked football for a long time. No, but... you've been a sports girl, but I'm saying from like a girl's side of things, it's pretty much pretty, it's like sports, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Instead of breaking out the beer, we bring out the red wine and I mean, we do bring out beer too, but snacks, food, all that kind of good stuff. So do all of you, is it like wrestling where you guys all know it's fake, but you still don't think it's fake, but you guys play along like it isn't fake? <laughs> is that like how, is that like part of the fun of it? Because it feels like, yes. it, I mean, we all know it's fake, right? I mean. No way. <laughs> no, that you don't think so? You don't think no, it's fake at all? I think when they started filming it, people went on the show for completely different reasons. Obviously, their whole slogan is going on the show for the right reasons. You know, they all say they're going on for love, but. You know, essentially now with social media, influencers on Instagram, everybody that goes on The Bachelorette, if you make it so many episodes in, and if you make it so far, you're going to come out making some money doing something through Instagram or like all these people become famous. So in the very beginning when I started watching it, I, I truly think everybody went on there for love. Now, essentially, nowadays, I feel, I feel like people want to fall in love, but half of them, if they don't end up falling in love, they end up coming out somewhat famous. So <laughs> so hypothetically, if you went on The Bachelor and you had 40 guys to pick from, would you have selected me? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. That's a tough one. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. Yes. Nice. Good answer. It's the hair, honey. It's the, the hair long, that the, does the it. The long hair or the short hair? Or does it matter? It's just equal opportunistic hair. Well, you know, I fell in love with you with that Edward Cullen hair that you had rocking back in 2009. That's so true. That's, that's true. That's what drew me in. <laughs> <laughs> What's like the worst experience you could possibly have as a hairstylist? I mean, it's never happened to me, but <laughs> I would say essentially just totally screwing someone's hair up. I mean, how bad? 
like different color bad or just like probably haircut because like haircuts like once it's bad it's gone right most hair colors are fixable i can't recollect it ever happening to me i have seen it happen where somebody comes in they think they want this like super big change and this is mostly in relation to like cutting your hair off you know someone that's got super long hair and they're like hey i want a bob and then they get it cut and they just cry I mean, that would just be horrible. Horrible. (laughs) Horrible. Horrible. Like, even though that's totally what they asked for, I don't, like, I don't know. Well, I'm a guy, so, like, but I've always kind of tried to take care of my hair. I was hair best hair in high school. No big deal. But at the end of the day, like, I always, like, having a bad haircut really sucks. Go. I don't think you'll ever go back to a person. You're always on the search until you find someone who's good, and then once you can find someone that's good, you ride that train until it falls off. Well, you should. I mean, it doesn't always happen that way, but you should. Well, I mean, the part of going back to the same hairdresser is that they learn their, you know, they learn your hair. If you're a guy and you've got a ton of colics, like... Like me? Yeah. I mean, I can cut it one way and realize, hey, well, maybe next time it'll look better if I leave this part a little bit longer or cut this part a little bit shorter. If you bop from hairdresser to hairdresser, they don't ever get to make those adjustments because they don't get to see you very often so yeah if it's ever too short or too long but if you have that like conversation with your hairstylist then at least they can hopefully adjust and fix it now if it's a constant thing you go to the same person they're not giving you what you want and it doesn't turn out good several times then yeah i think it's totally time to make a switch but so i will say that you're being a little contradicting because i feel like every time i mention an adjustment to you you get like you tell me i can't do it well, that's because you always pick really bad <laughs> pictures. <laughs> Every time he gets his haircut, it's like a, it's like we argue all the time. And you're like that really, no offense, honey. No offense taken. You're like that like person that is like kind of annoying to hairdressers mm-hmm. because you totally are like not even done. And you're like looking at the mirror and you're like, <laughs> like eyeballing it where I haven't even finished. And you'll be like, well, it's still long up here on the top. And I'm like, well, I haven't even cut the top yet. So that's why it's still long. Like, you're that person. Any other annoying habits I have? I feel like we've been on a quite a run of you telling me how annoying I am. No. For sure. No way. The the, uh, the water bill's too high. That's that's a shot at me for washing the dishes as much as I wash them. Well, you don't say it's the dishes. You say it's the sprinkler <laughs> system. That's you my keep move. blaming that's it on the sprinkler move. system. <laughs> I do appreciate that you wash the dishes, though. So... <laughs> But the water bill has been double of what it normally yeah. is. Yeah, it's like I can't, I can never dress the kids the right way. I just feel like I, I do a lot wrong. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't, I don't feel like I've been giving you a hard time. You did, however, put just a tutu skirt over Brooklyn's pajamas one time and sent her out of the house. And then you told me you claimed to not know they were her pajamas, but she woke up in them. So I don't know how you did know that. Yes, you did. That is a false story for sure. I was literally mortified that he literally put a tutu skirt over her pajamas. So this is kind of like therapy for me then. So what do I do well? I'd like to hear that. That'd be a fun list. Because, you know, I'm a words of affirmation guy. You are a words of affirmation guy. Yeah. Well, you're like, you're really good. Like, you're awesome with Brooklyn now. Like, she loves her daddy time. Like, she likes to snuggle with you. Like, let the people know. Let the people know at home what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) 
so you are you talking like in relation to the kids or are you just talking in re- everything i don't know i don't know well, How you're about doing this? a Let's... really great job of washing the dishes i will say thanks that. thanks <laughs> <laughs> dad in dishes i feel like i do a solid job on like at least the outside lawn oh for sure i have never cut them i've never cut a lawn in my life so i have no i and my, I always had brothers. My brothers always did the outside stuff. Mm-hmm. I was always the indoor. I always had the indoor chores. So I don't know my right hand from my left hand outside when it comes to lawn. So no, you always do a really good job. A lawn always looks great. In but, fact, people think that we have one of the better lawns in the subdivision. No big deal. So let's do this. You tell me five things you like about me, and I'll tell you five things I like about you. <laughs> You can see your face. Do you want another beer for that? Is that, or do you want the other beer for like the five least favorite things you have about me? No, I don't need that. <laughs> five things. Five things. Five things. Top of your head. Rip them off. Um. So can I include the like? Okay. So you're well. You're really good at taking care of the outside stuff of the house, like always. Like okay. front yard, backyard. Um. You're really good at, you're very complimentative. That's like your words of affirmation. Like you're always like very good with telling me how I look nice or if you like a certain shirt or, you know, stuff like that. So, and that just obviously like attest to your, to your love language. I like that you, (laughs) how do I put this? So I like that you care about like how you dress. Like you're really good at like, so, like putting stuff together but then sometimes i i don't always like what you put together it's like a 50 50 shot like, nice nice keeping people on their toes around here <laughs> like this sure. is this is a new look for me i haven't done this look before and i think i'm going into this new style that i'm kind of excited about which yeah you got this like t-shirt with this like cardigan sweater thing like i like this outfit that you got going on like i don't Okay. I like that. I think it fits like the that. hairstyle too. I think I gotta adjust my clothing now to my hairstyle. Sometimes, like I'm usually pretty good with telling you though if I don't like your outfit. <laughs> okay, yeah, you are. You are. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay, so that's it's. What's the next thing? I don't even know. I think that was like what one one thing that you said. No, it was like a couple things. <laughs> Stop. You're really good with Brooklyn. Like I feel like, like I said, like she, you know, I think it's super cute that like you. You have like your time at night when you guys cuddle together and you know watch videos and that's super fun i don't know i just it's cute i like to take pictures of that all the time that's fun yeah so hopefully like when jude gets a little bit older because i know you like it when they're a little bit older well like now he's getting to a point to where we're at least communicating yeah which is fun like there was one day we were just saying like hey hey and like he was saying it back to me and we were just like had eye contact and it was funny <laughs> it was it was great you know or like today we were rolling the ball back and forth and he was like getting into it like he loves the ball yeah he does you know so do that's you, like, really deep cool down, do you just like love that right now that he like loves that's an interesting question balls because i don't want to <laughs> <laughs> well not balls balls <laughs> Not not balls, balls, but I mean baseballs. Yeah, I think that uh, I don't know. Like I, I got this weird thing where I don't want to get caught in a position where I'm projecting on my kids of what I want them to do. But in the same token, it's like I'd rather do that than be too passive and then have them just not do anything we want to do. I think the Obamas did this thing where it was they they let their kids play two sports or one sport they chose and they were going to pick a one one of the sports. Mm-hmm. That's a kind of a fun rule. 
Yeah, I think it's important to introduce kids to all different things and then just kind of like learn, you know, pick and choose. I have Brooklyn in gymnastics. Naturally, if she decides she doesn't want to do gymnastics, at least she like gave it a shot, you know. We're going to probably at least try our kids in softball and baseball. Why wouldn't we? We were both softball and baseball players, you know, so we like and we enjoyed it. So naturally, I think we would hope that they would, too. But if it's not their thing, then it's not their thing. I just it's more about it doesn't even have to be sports. It You know, it could be musically mm-hmm. or I just want our kids to be involved in something like they always need to be involved in something. I don't want them ever just doing Nothing. Yeah, agreed. That's really what it is. I think when you're involved with something, it just kind of keeps them out of trouble. It keeps them from watching TV too much and just, yeah, I don't know, keeps them active, keeps them thinking. And that's really what it is for me. I just always want them to be involved in some some sort of thing. So I think that was five things. Should I say my five now of what uh, I like about you? Sure. I don't know if that was five. I feel like we stopped at like four. Four. Okay, well, if you want to add a bonus one in, I'm down to hear it. I like that stuff. So I know it sounds like super lame, but like awesome at grilling. Wow, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like you do a really good job with that. I mean, unfortunately, I wish you would cook more, but you don't. So like, I, I really, really gravitate that you're good at grilling in the summer because it helps me out a little bit. So I love like, to cook. I do. Really? No, Would I really do. Know that? No, and I know. I know that sounds crazy, but I see it as like an artistic form. Like, I, like it's another way to express myself. I would actually love to start doing cooking. You're just so crazy about the grocery system. And if it doesn't follow that exactly, I feel like I'm always getting yelled at about how I'm buying groceries. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a fact of the matter. I do enjoy grocery shopping, though. I do. I don't hate it like some people hate it, but but I'm I'm Dutch and I'm thrifty and I buy things when they're on sale and oh, yeah. I don't buy things if Big they're sale, not girl. on sale. Big sale, like girl. I'm sorry, I don't want to spend four dollars and seventy nine cents on one bag of Doritos. I think that's crazy. So I will buy Doritos when they're two for five. That's it. That's my favorite part. If if I like something, like there's things where I'm like, oh, you got to get that again. And then it just never shows back up because like it never what? goes back I on forget. sale. I don't know. I always forget. It's hard. You go to the grocery store too and then you're like, I don't know. I just didn't know what to buy. It's hard. Well, I know. But if I if I like really started aiming, like I want to make this kind of beef stew or I'm going to do this, I would, I would enjoy doing it. I would. I just don't like the, I don't want to, like it's just another responsibility though. Do you know what I'm saying? I know all about responsibilities. I have a million of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I think that's the fun part, right? Is that like I can put on a record and then I can like start making my 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 meal. But like I just I'm not home consistently enough to I feel like I can do it. But maybe I should just make time for it. Because like there's I mean, I wish I can just like calendar out my schedule to where it's like working out with a personal trainer at seven o'clock. Then it's like, you know, hanging out at the... Well, essentially you could because you are self-employed. So you I know. Could, I just got to do a better job of it. You could really do that. I, I like to cook. I like wish... I wish I had more time. The problem is, is that because your schedule is so weird, you don't have a set schedule. You're not working in 9 to 5 and you're home at 5.30 and you're ready to eat. I've said this to you before. I feel like 
the days I actually cook dinner, you're never home for dinner. It's the one day where you're out and about or you wait here, or you're going here to eat. But then the days that I don't do anything, you're you're there and you're staring at me like, what's there to eat? What's there to eat? Well, that's one thing I think we just got to get better at in general is communication. Yeah. And I think that's what, it, well, and that's what it is for us. Like, yeah. so, you know, and it's hard because, you know, so unless I'm like on top of my game and putting things in the crock pot, like... I work 9.30 to 8 o'clock at night. So it's like I'm gone all day. So it's hard to like think about that in the morning and get things going. Like like you said, it's hard enough to get out of the house, especially with two kids in the morning. Oh, yeah. To let alone try and like set something out for dinner. And so, yeah, so it's difficult. Like that is kind of a bummer. Like we don't ever, you and I very, very rarely get like sit down meals where we just like sit down and I don't even see it possibly even really like happening, like us sitting down as a family eating dinner. Yeah, and that's probably going to be something that has to change once the kids get probably get older. We got to figure something out. Yeah, you know, because it would be nice to eat dinner consistently. It would well, be. It, it doesn't have to be every day, but I mean, because clearly it's never going to happen if I'm working till eight o'clock at night. But yeah, we just, I mean, our schedules, like you know, with the kids being little, and it's just, it's just difficult when I'm home with the kids. You're out working when you know you're home with them. When I need you to be, it's just you know, we just we work opposite. So that's you know, that's hard to kind of balance right now, but. Um, so I, I got that, uh, 20 for under 40 thing yesterday and it came out in the paper and then I was kind of hoping you'd read that article. Cause I don't know if I've ever like, I did read it. I know. I know you did late, but you, re- you I read, did it. read it. I did read it. It was late. Yeah, it, it was, was late. late. And I don't I think you even it. shared it, which is like, I crazy. did share it. You jerk. I shared it before I read it. <laughs> oh, that's not true. It is true. Okay. It is because I had clients that were texting me. Congrats on your hub. Congrats to your hubby. Cause I shared it. Nice. Well, that's a way bigger deal than i ever imagined it to be i think people really get behind that so i mean that's really cool and i'm it's an honor obviously but one of the things that i wanted to make sure that was sign a scene out of it i know i don't know if we've ever really talked about it and this would probably be a good segue into my top five favorite things about you but i think we learned a lesson when we were both coaching and we i think like ashley gunningham who's one of our close friends i think she articulated the best but like you never want to be the reason someone quits at something you know, because there could be a lot of resentment there. And I think that's super great wisdom, first of all. But um, I think that was kind of like the fun part about going on this voyage. And not that it's ending, because, I mean, that's the problem with awards. It's not the end. It's the begin. It's another new beginning. But like the confidence, I feel like like I want you to know that was awesome in the beginning of like you saying that, like what you think I could whatever I put my mind to that I can do and accomplish. That's awesome. It was a great confidence boost. And I'm glad. I don't think it was the best way put yesterday in that article, but I want you to know that that was really important. You know? I mean, well, yeah. So as long as, I mean, we have, we've dated for since 2009. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 2009. And I mean, everything that I have known you to do, like you have pretty much succeeded in. So I'm not going to lie. I wasn't jumping up and down when I was, you know, barely pregnant (laughs) we had just moved into a brand new house four months ago and you decided you wanted to quit your job and start your own gig when we really hadn't talked much about it you kind of just decided you wanted I mean we talked a little bit but I mean you know the benefit 
one thing that I have going for me is I love my job. And I think it's just so important to love what you do. I just think it helps like your quality of life. So like I can't imagine having to go to work every single day and just hate it. And I know you were struggling with where you were at. Like you weren't loving it. Like you wanted something different. And, you know, timing wise, I think about it and I'm like (laughs) doing it when I was pregnant and we had just moved wasn't the best timing ever, but it also wouldn't have been better for you to do it after we had the baby. Like that would have been worse. So at least you were able to do it when I can work more hours at my job because I have unlimited time to give and make up for, you know, what we were missing when you did quit, you know? So, but, but yeah, like that was the one thing that I was like, well, you generally succeed at what you decide you want to put your mind to. So we're just going to roll with it and Godspeed. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'll, and I'll be the first to admit, I think the, the hardest part about this entire thing isn't the people I've met because that's been awesome. It isn't the events because that's been awesome. It's just been like this really great whirlwind of just connecting and building relationships. I think the thing that's been the most frustrating is that it was also I needed I needed to learn a lot and I, I, I undersold like and I think that's probably true for most business owners. I just feel like I had to I had to go through so many learning curves that yeah. I just didn't expect, you know, and it wasn't more like it wasn't about like us ever like being good at what we do from like a public side. It was all the behind the scenes stuff put it this way i've managed people before i've never managed when my livelihood mattered yeah you know what i'm saying so like i learned lessons about how to like just talk to a staff that i never would have been able to do and like i think now it's like it's been awesome because we've got these like community partners now where now at least financially this is starting to turn into like a place because i mean for people at home i mean amber can attest i've probably brought home in two years 20 grand yeah, not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the that's it. I mean, really. And so like it's it's been a real passion project for 2 years and so I think when like this 2040 thing does happen and like I know in the past I would have said it's like stupid. It is nice to be recognized for putting that effort in, you know? I think the only thing that sucks about it is just not having my dad here. You yeah. know, I think that's the only thing that sucks about it. And, and not only for that, but for um the birth of Jude and he had never like, he, like it's crazy to think that he never will ever, he's never met Jude right I know. that's kind of crazy I don't, I don't struggle as much I know it's crazy that he never met Jude I don't struggle as much with that as much as I struggle with like Brooklyn was a crazy crazy infant she wasn't a very content baby she cried a lot she had a lip and a tongue tie that we didn't know about for three mm-hmm. months. And so she was born in May 2018. And so for that first three, four months, she wasn't really fun to babysit. She screamed her face off in the car everywhere you drove. Like there were many tears shed on her side and my side as a mom. Just, you know, trying to figure her out. And your dad 
you know, like she is so fun now and I struggle more with your dad would think she is just hilarious now. Like for sure. Her personality, what she says, what she does, like she's just so spunky and it's just so cute. And like, I think like your dad would like love that. And the only thing that hurts me is like your dad didn't get to know her when she was he only knew her to be this crabby, fussy baby. And and he loved her. And I know he did, but he didn't get to see really the good side of her. Because by the time she was starting to really make that turn after her lip and tongue tie revision, like he was so sick that he couldn't even hold her because, you know, Brooklyn, she was a, she was a heavy baby. She, she had some roles. So, um, you know, he didn't really get to, to really really bond with her and see her really fun and cute, you know, personality. Because even like, you know, even six, five, six months, like she was really just starting to be so smiley and her personality was starting to come out. But by then he was, you know, he was gone. So I struggle more with that than like he just, you know, he didn't know Jude. He never met him. But like he did know Brooklyn and he only knew Brooklyn to be cranky and fussy all the time. That's crazy. That's already been two years. Yeah. That's crazy. Man, time has flown on that, you know? So let's, do you want me to do the, my fav, my five things? <laughs> sure. I feel like, man, I don't know. Like, this is the most we've talked in, like, I couldn't even tell you. It is the most we've talked. Like, I, don't, I, I barely open up like this. This is crazy. Maybe the microphones do this. Is that, is that the, I don't by know. Design? I think it's mostly because your cell phone's going off every five seconds. So I think that's a lot of the time. Is that like, true? Is that true? I Yeah. You people, think so? People call you all the time. Okay. I mean, that's a good thing. All I right. mean, a lot of it's business. A lot of it's personal. But and my favorite part is when, it becomes, when business becomes personal. That's when it's really fun. Just the, the relationships. That's what I mean. Like the, That's my favorite part about what I do is the relationships. It's so fun. I, I mean, well, that's why I love my job because you build those relationships with people. Like it's like you get to know them not only on like a business like oh, yeah. level, but personally yep. too. Like they're good. The good things that go on, the bad things. Like you can help them through the hard times. You can celebrate with them through the good times. Like you know, and it's you know obviously sometimes hard conversations, but I mean I don't know. You you get them through, and they help you sometimes when you're battling through things. So. Everybody's got their niche. I get it. There's some people that don't like to talk, but mm-hmm. I like to talk. I couldn't be just behind a computer screen all day. I would go crazy. I love talking and I love creating and being the center of attention a lot. I don't like it when I have to be forced to do it. And I see I, I see that in people, Brooklyn. I think yeah. I see that in Brooklyn a lot, which is crazy. Cuz like I, I I've been trying to figure out ways to explain it cuz like I'm an extrovert at my core but i'm also like a major introvert at times too like there's times i just don't want to talk you know you saw me in college i can be in the library for 12 hours and like be totally fine with that yeah because it's just being caught into stuff you know i don't know it's just weird um but okay so let's start off here i don't enough about me five things about you okay (laughs) oh boy that's the problem with these 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 things so the first thing is your independence for sure I mean, I'm definitely independent. <laughs> I love it. I mean, I know I get a lot of shit about being like feminine and a lot of the stuff I like, but feminine. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like not being into woodworking. I mean, I guess you did set me up pretty good here with grilling and lawn 
stuff. So I think people that gives mm. me some, but like the bullshit about my hair earlier, like that they're gonna like I'm gonna get so much shit about that. Well, I really you know? and that goes alongside with like I think you and I are we're both like super personable, like and that's always like another thing that I've said to a lot of people. I mean, it's it's like a good thing and a bad thing, but like you and I can go to an event or a wedding and like we'll walk in the doors together and then we'll leave out the doors together. But like beyond that. You know, you could know nobody in the room and just go make conversations for four or five hours and I'll never see you. Um, and I feel like I can kind of like do the same. Like we both hold our own really well in a, in a room full of people that we don't know. That's and true. And I love that like we don't have to babysit each other. Yeah, that would be the worst thing in the world. <laughs> for like, sure. Yeah. I hate that. That's like It's like such an energy suck, you know? For sure. Um, so I would say your independence and like a lot of that, it's like, yeah, I mean, obviously your personability and like you being able to be, be comfortable talking to anybody, but like you, like literally at home, if you're, if you're listening to this, she just like completed construction of mudroom lockers, not completed. <laughs> she's in what phase five of six, but oh, you're like right I'm there. Almost, I'm getting there. It's, yeah. It's long, it's, now I'm to the, like the perfection of it. Like I can't just like paint it and be done. If there's like something that I don't like, I got to mm-hmm. try and fix it and make it perfect. And but. so, I mean, like you're building it from scratch. Like you, we like, literally <laughs> bought the plywood. We bought the wood and you literally have been, you were cutting it all Saturday and combining it together. Like that's so cool. You helped. I did. So here's the thing about this. I'm, I'm, I know you're going to laugh at this. Oh, great. I feel like I'm a pretty handy person. <laughs> I know you're laughing. <laughs> I feel like, like a, I can cook. If I really put my mind to it, I'm cooking. The second thing is, is like when it comes to something like that, I think I could do that. I don't think that's like over my head. The problem is, is that like you love doing it so much. We can't have two chiefs in the room. I am you know definitely a chief for sure. You are a chief. I yes, I like to. T- I've always been that way. I like to take charge in situations. Like yeah, I don't. Yeah, and it's just it doesn't like our biggest arguments are like when we're doing stuff like that is when we're both trying to chief. True. And it's like at one point you just gotta someone's gotta just cons- like. I have chill. more patience than you do though when it comes to stuff like that. I yeah. feel like you get way frustrated too fast. When no doubt. I didn't know what I was doing. And don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, there's a lot of things that I made mistakes on. But, you know, you just sometimes just got to, like, take a deep breath or, like, I feel like if you can't get something right right off the bat, like, you get just, you just get, like, pissed. When you're doing a project like that, like, you can't, I mean, we're not carpenters. We're going to make mistakes. Like, essentially, I mean, it took us all freaking day to do it. It did. Yeah, no, I think that's one thing I'm trying to really work on is not like for some reason I go to the worst case scenario in my head when something immediately happens. I don't know why that why that why that is. I'm trying to like work that out myself. Yeah, that's, myself. I mean, that's just like that's like what I've like observed. Like if you're hanging something on the wall and the screws not going in the wall, the perfect correct time in the first 30 seconds, you're super pissed. <laughs> it's like, why isn't it going in the wall? Oh, yeah. And I like, get that from my dad know. for sure. Yeah, I get know, that like, from my dad for sure. That's where it's like, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, stuff like that, just like, especially if you really have no training, like, I, I don't know how to build mudroom lacquers. I YouTubed it and watched YouTube videos for you 25 did. minutes. And, and you, you did great. I mean, it looks great in there. tried my best to draw it out and work it out because I was too cheap to pay someone to do it for $2,500. <laughs> yeah, that's really the real, the reason why. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I also then like when I get my mind set on something, then I get like really intrigued with, am I capable of doing that? Well, let me see. 
So now I know that I can do it. So it makes me like think about other things that I can do. I, I love crafting. I mean, like I love designing like the interior design. Yes, you I, do, I you do love, love that. that. Like if I had like a thousand dollar budget, I would love to just go crazy with art in this place. A thousand dollars. I feel like you need a little bit bigger of a budget than that. Probably. Yeah, I don't think a thousand dollars might get you a couple things, but that's true. <laughs> you need a little bigger budget. Yeah, but okay. So that's that stuff, and, and like the sense of accomplishment at the end of those things is really fun too. I mean, it is like when. Oh like, yeah, I'd be well, lying if I haven't showed like fifteen, twenty people oh, my yeah. mudroom lockers oh, that yeah. I just built last yeah. weekend. <laughs> Like, you are Rosie the Riveter. I don't know if people really understand that. And then, so the second thing I would say is, um, I think you're a great mom. <laughs> that sounded reluctantly to say that. Thanks. But I think that, like, you know, you really, I mean, you're obviously, your your natural uh, just reaction to things is just always, like, in. I feel like the right way, you know, like, whether it's just, like, being overly kind or uh, whatever, you know, I think you just, you you, you treat them well. You do good by them. I get frustrated, but, and you see that when I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it happens, but everybody does. I'm trying to think of, so three more things. I'm going to try, and I, like, it's funny because yours were more physical and mine are more like existential, like more like mental. You know what I'm saying? So I got to think. I know it's hard when you're like put up on the spot. Like you're just yeah, like, yeah, do this, do that. I'm like, I'm like, oh, oh, okay. You're good at the lawn. That's great. <laughs> Um, I mean, the personability thing, I mean, I don't want to undersell that because that is a real big thing. Except for like, I couldn't, I still can't believe you left that Bears brunch. That Bears build your own Bloody Mary brunch. That was, that's crazy. Listen, when you have a bomb ass nail tech and I have to schedule my nail appointments, like me and my nail tech have like a barter system. Like she gets her hair done for free. I, you know, get my nails done for free and that's awesome because I'm Dutch and I don't like, you know, I did prior to this arrangement, I did pay for my nails, but, um, you know, luxury things like that, if we're starting to save up to do something, those are like the first thing that go. As a woman, I like love having my nails done. I just, I, I don't know, but my nail tech is super busy and we have to schedule our appointments like we do that because she comes in every six weeks. I go in every two and we have to schedule our appointments like a year in advance. And I never get my nails done on a Sunday, but she specifically was going out of town and was like, hey, I need you to come in either on a Sunday or Monday if you can. And I was like, for sure. And she was like, well, what day is better? And immediately I said Sunday because I don't have a babysitter on Mondays and I definitely cannot bring my two kids to the nail shop. Like it's just a recipe for disaster. So I was like, Alan's home Sundays, Sunday will work. And then it just so happened to be the day you wanted to have a ton of people over for a Bloody Mary bar in the Bears game. But you know, if I would have canceled my appointment, I'd have to go three and a half weeks without having my nails done. Mm. And especially with all the current house projects, like it just would have been not good. Nice. I was gonna say that I do. I do love how you get into things. Sometimes too much. Because I do. I do appreciate. I think that's one thing that a lot of people who lack confidence they don't have in their lives is like a f- like hobbies that you can lose yourself in. Like that's some of the most fun times of my life is so- being caught in my own world. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like I feel bad for people who don't do anything like that. I have so many hobbies. Me it's too. Bad. Me it's too. Bad. Like yeah. I, 
I just know I go through phases with all of my hobbies. Like, I've known how to crochet since I've been in like third grade. And when I get into it, I'll just be a crazy crocheter and I'll just crochet everything. And I'll do it for like four weeks. And then I'll never see a crochet hook for another six months. Yeah. It takes me over. I want to do it all the time. And then I don't do it forever. I like scrapbooking. I like my cricket. I like building mudroom lockers, apparently. I like... Yeah, you do. Like, I do like house projects. I like, you know, just different stuff like that. You just I'm got just, done staining the entire kitchen table. Yeah. Restaining re- the kitchen... Restained ta- the kitchen table and chairs that took me a month and a half. Reupholstered the chairs. Yeah. Put new fabric on the cushions. Like... Like, we built our house four years ago, but you wouldn't know with all of the projects that are going on in the house. And, like, your project shut it down for a month and a half. With what? What do you mean? Like, like the mudroom lockers? That Well, I mean, that's we're going on, what, three weeks with that? Three, three and a half no weeks? No way. It's been a week and a half. I feel like we've done a lot for a week and a half. That's true. Then I didn't realize it was that. It's only been a week and a half. But the stain's a long time. Yeah, the kitchen. But you got to realize, like... I, A, knew you would hate every second of it, so I didn't ask you for help because I knew you would hate it. Hate and what? Helping me with that project because it was a pain in the B-U-T-T. Yeah, yeah. Well, that so was a good like, one. I'm glad you I'm glad you took that one on your own. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, but I, I'm also doing this. I only, I work every other day, so I can only work on it every other day on my days off. And I have to do it with two kids, a two and a half year old and a nine month, you know, so like, I know it took me a month and a half, but the fact that I could do it at all with two kids, I feel pretty good about it. Oh, yeah. No, you killed that. And I would say the other thing, too, that I really admire is your responsibility. We would we, we would not exist without you. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. From just keeping structure going to just everything. I mean, it's 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 crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the glue that keeps this household together. For sure, for sure, and I and I'm the one who's always trying to tear it apart at the seams. So it's good. No, you're definitely not trying to tear it apart, but <laughs> yeah, you're, not, you're never trying to ruin things. You know, you're just you know make things a little harder sometimes. But <laughs> that is true. I, I mean, it happens. So. I mean, I, I guess we should probably wrap it up here. This has been this is uh, this has been a recorded hour, but I probably will edit it down to about thirty five forty minutes. So, any any signing uh, any signing words signing off? Okay, so you had no expectations leading into it. How are those expectations now? Was this like if this is a survey? Was this a positive experience? Definitely was a positive <laughs> experience. Um, like you said, like we don't really get to talk very often. So this was literally one hour of interrupted conversation. <laughs> so, I mean, that's a positive for sure. That is a positive. And I think I had fun. I think it's good to always talk through stuff. that, Like, again, we just never do. For sure. So that's cool. I mean, I thought that I'd be like fumbling for words and like what to say, but I didn't, didn't really feel like that, I guess. I'm kind of excited to have this be the one that I come back on. I just hate the way my voice sounds on microphones, so I was a little hesitant about that, but Well, I'm glad you I'm glad most of the time you give me the hard no and there's no talking you out of it. I'm glad that you gave me the hard no, but you talked talked out of it today. <laughs> yeah, you definitely yeah, you talk I was yeah. I can't say I was jumping up and down, but you know No. But it it's kinda okay. it was good. But it it's it's good. funner than you think it's gonna be. I think that's the thing I've learned out of out of interviewing or doing so many of these. Everyone leaves having more fun than they came in. Oh, for sure. 
So that's exactly. I think that's the whole reason why I want to do it again is because it was like a part of I I, I really enjoy talking to people like this. This you is you used to fun. do it all the time. Now I feel <clears> like you don't do it that often. Well, because like you know, and and that's a great that's a great point. And and I think for, for people who are who are listening, the biggest reason is because I need to find a way to make money at this thing. And unfortunately, this local two one nine content. I think we're we're like turning the corner with it, but. Like we've had so many projects over the last three months that it's just felt like it was just a thorn in our side, and we've I mean we've rebounded again a little bit. Uh, Matt Barber's who who people know was doing the Digital Fix podcast, um, and who was doing marketing work at True Mountain um, in St. John. He's now back managing our social media. Um, we've got some really cool things going on in the back end of this. I know like. This guy, uh, I don't know if people are really familiar with him in Lake County, but his name's Wade Breitsky. Um, we both went to Purdue North Central. I was a, I was a, a, technically a freshman going in there, but I was the pitching coach of the baseball team, and he was leaving his way out. And so we've had a lot of just great conversations about the structure of Local 219, and he's been just an incredible uh, guide. And so, I, I, I mean, publicly, I'd love to thank him for that and that friendship because I don't, that just doesn't come around every day. And that's where I feel like so many blessed. I, it's, this has been such a blessing with so many people reaching out. And I, like today, I, 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 I had three phone calls that were completely random, great conversations. People are just, one of them was a pastor of First Methodist Church. He called me and he's just like, hey, or the priest. I think that's, do you know what Methodists are? Is a priest, pastor? Pastor? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that's going to be a, a ding, <laughs> but uh, just great conversation. It was like talking to anybody, and so like it was. It was just fantastic. We like shared a lot of. It was very jokey, laughy. Then I we went to the Brick House Bar and Grill and got to see Shane and Blake over there, who also own the art theater. And we had Jason Williams on for the PNW Society Innovators for Wing Wednesday, and Chef Mal cooked up some crazy awesome wings, and it was just such a fun experience. And then it's just it's just been such an awesome couple of weeks. I, I I really awesome time in general. But I don't know. Is that a rant? That was a rant. <laughs> a little bit of a rant. A little bit of a rant. A little bit. Things are good. That's what that's that's how to sum it up. So um, Amber, thank you for finally taking the dive and coming on. <laughs> Even if it's been over a hundred podcasts, you've been asking me for a while. So glad to finally be on. All right. Well, thank you, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. <laughs>